From Bureaucracy's Basement to your ears, this is the weekly meeting of the Queen City Improvement Bureau. Each week, the dedicated staff of the Bureau meet to file recommendations, make reports, and survive on water that drips from the boiler pipe in the back room as we sleep on an enormous mound of dot matrix printer paper from 1973. One day, maybe, we'll escape the subterranean hell that is this basement beneath City Hall, but until that day comes, the city is not going to improve itself. So here we stay, improving things forever. This meeting is now in session. Hello. Oh, hey. How are you holding up? Happy blizzard to you. Oh, thank you. Happy blizzard to you too, sir. Uh, I'm good except for the blizzard. Bit of a shocker, that one. Bit of a shocker. Not not expecting a blizzard at the end of March. No. And in this basement. Blizzard of activity is what we're referring to. Blizzard of activity in the Queen City Improvement Bureau. You know, how's our connection? Our connection just suddenly got wonky. The minute we started a meeting, the connection goes to Yeah. Yeah. All right. Where were we? Yes. I uh, I was a little surprised that the blizzard... No, I lost you. You were surprised at the blizzard? What do you mean? What do you mean about this blizzard? Yeah, they... I mean, yeah. I mean, I was really surprised that it... uh, I mean, it seemed like like a regular physical blizzard, but it passed through the walls uh, as if the walls were completely insubstantial. And deluged us in uh, in a layer of snow and uh, high cold winds. So this means that either it's a ghost blizzard, or we're a ghost. Or yeah, or both. Overlapping. Uh, I don't. I mean, no. I don't feel like a ghost, but that is what a ghost would say. Yeah. Um, or or this building is a ghost. It might have died and we didn't know it. And maybe maybe the building had like a heart attack. And. Uh, and now it's a ghost. I would believe that all of municipal bureaucracy has died and just exists in an undead state. I would buy that. Yeah, but I mean, even if we're even if we're like work for an undead institution, I mean, we, we still have to carry on. So uh, we should uh, do an attendance then, so that this meeting can officially happen, ghost meeting or not. Hello. I'm calling to you from the beyond, Aiden. Attendance. Yes, I believe you you mentioned (laughs) attendance. Um, um, So, should we take attendance? I think we should take attendance, yeah. Okay, so our first attendee of the evening uh, for this meeting is um, Head Penclue. Head Penclue. Head Penclue. Head Penclue. Yes. No No idea. Ace journalist journalist of the Daily Inkadoo. That's ancient Babylon's premier stone tablet. Really? Oh, sorry, clay tablet. Yeah. Right. Yeah, apparently head pen clues like uh, marks and tallies are all the rage. Huh. In ancient Babylon. In ancient Babylon. Well, I should say we're all the rage because ancient Babylon is always back in time. Yeah. And uh, regrettably, so is head pen clue. And he's intending to make this meeting? Yeah, but I, you know, the thing about Head Penclu is like he he was really ambitious and uh, often like made lots of appointments far beyond the span of his lifetime. And this is one of them. So we're not getting Head Penclu. That's too bad. Oh, hold on a sec. Uh, I've actually made a mistake. I mixed up the letters. Oh, no. Oh, sorry. It should be Paul Deschen. That's me. Oh, okay. So you're here. Okay. 
Um, second attendee is uh, Gina Aramond. Gina Aramond. I don't know. Nobody's, nobody's saying here to that. Uh, well, uh, Gina Aramond is was actually pet therapist to uh, to the Holy See. So all the popes that come through. She uh she makes sure that her pets are doing okay. Really? Yeah, she um she actually had to exercise uh John Paul II's cat Silvio. Because huh. it would yeah, because it would like around two every, like two in the morning, uh and every, every night it would yowl and come to the foot of the bed and uh but but refuse to actually jump up on the bed and when the Pope would get up to like try and get Silvio and put him in bed, uh he'd just run away. So the Pope just was unable to achieve like a state of grace because it was he couldn't sleep properly. But it was Gina Aramond who realized that this was the work of Satan, so she exercised the cat, and everything went fine after that. Really? Yeah. So the cat survived the exorcism? Uh, that is unclear. Okay. But, but probably not. I'm surprised that a, a Pope would have a cat as a pet. Really? What, what's, your, what's your papal pet? Well, I would think they would have a dog because, you know, infallibility is kind of the Pope's whole thing. It's their superpower. And, you know, papal infallibility, whether it's, you know, granted by the almighty or not, I think that it would kind of run up against like a brick wall in the face of a cat because you'd Mm -hmm. be like, oh, clearly you're hungry. Here's your food. Eat your food. I decree it. Um, And the cat would just sort of ignore that. Right. I mean, Papal infallibility might be restricted to when he's speaking sort of officially, like ex cathedra, but uh, but you're quite right. Well, I mean, but when you get really upset with your cat, I mean, you definitely would, you know, you'd speak ex cathedra and say, you know, mm-hmm. eat your damn food, you infernal cat. Right. And- that, that's why. That's why John Paul II had all those encyclicals just titled "My Cat Sucks." Yeah. yeah okay. It's all starting to make sense now. Yeah. Before, you know, the modern era, the rhinoceros was the uh, the, the most popular pope pet. That's right. It's hard, it's hard to go wrong with a, with a rhinoceros. Putting out fires, um, if you believe the gods must be crazy, and uh, just generally showing off that horn. Yeah. Nobody's going to argue with rhinoceros. No, that's true. I mean, they're fearsome and they're famously, uh, like, resistant to... Uh, to uh, rhetoric. Uh, anywho, um, you, I, I, but I confess in all this talk, I realize I've, I've made a mistake. Uh, and I, it's, it's a little embarrassing. Uh, but uh, there's, it's not Gina Aramond. I, I've mixed up the letters. Uh, so it should be uh, Aiden Morgan. That's you. Oh, excellent. Okay. Uh, do, do we have a quorum? We do not. We shall carry on regardless. Hey, Aiden. Yeah. Are you interested in jazz? Oh, I am. I, I'm not sure if I'm an aficionado or a buff. Maybe I'm a, a, a buffionado. I don't know, but I love right. jazz. Do you feel hip? Do you wear a turtleneck? Do you like snap your fingers? Yep. Do you smoke the Mary Jane? All the time. Don't, don't, tell, don't tell the boss. Do you, do you want me to cure you of that? Uh, well, you know, if it, if it keeps me in good with the city, maybe that's necessary. Okay. Well, let me play you a little bit of, of jazz. Let oh, me... I can't wait. Yippee-yi-yay. Yippee-yi-yo. 
When I get back to Calgary, don't say no, sorry. I'm off to Calgary. Oh, what a time there's gonna be in the Robin Stomp and Stampede Town. Once I get back to Calgary, you'll have to carry me out of Calgary. You've never seen the likes of me in that Robin Stomp and Stampede Town. I left Alberta where the weather is sunny To come down east to make a lot of money But I can hardly wait to open up the gate Out where my honey lives When I get back to Calgary She's gonna marry me back in Calgary Oh, what a time there's gonna be In the drop and stop and clopping Rope and slope and totin' Rootin' tootin' that was a little Mark Kenny's When I Get Back to Calgary. Uh, I'm afraid I need to go to the doctor. I, uh, I listened to that jazz and I think my junk just fell off. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah, that's, that's apparently the effect uh, of, of listening to uh, Mark Kenny's jazz. It just utterly, it utterly neuters anyone who listens to it. In more than 20 seconds. Oh, dear. I, I worry about the grade six students in uh, in Alberta now that uh, Mark Kenny is the only jazz that they will be encountering in, in their schooling. Oh, no. Um, so that's, boy, those those poor kids. Is, is this some kind of, is this, do they, do they re- like revive him or is this some kind of satanic curriculum? For some reason. Jason Kenny, the premier's grandfather's band is now on the grade six curriculum. They've decided to skip over Oscar Peterson. And you probably know. the most famous and influential Canadian jazz musician there is. Ever. Uh, there's a street named after him in Edmonton. And uh, apparently he didn't make the curriculum. Right. But uh, that, that lifeless big band slop did. Surely like Duke Ellington must be in there. Nope. Uh, Miles Davis. I mean, maybe maybe a little modern for their tastes. Maybe, perhaps. Oh, John Coltrane, very spiritual, very sort of you know, you know, had all all kinds of like you know, sort of you know, Brooks, all kinds of boundaries in jazz. No, strangely, he didn't make it either. Huh. Ornette Coleman, maybe. No, man, Thelonious, Thelonious Monk. Gotta have Thelonious Monk. No, no, Thelonious Monk. Huh. I bet Glenn Miller's in there, though. I wonder what there is about all those other jazz musicians that disqualified them from making it into the Alberta curriculum that Mark Kelly did sort of fit that made him qualify. I I don't know. Well, none of them are related to Jason Kenny. Oh, good point. Yeah. That's that's probably probably it. It's probably just you just want to honor his family. By turning him into the only the only example of jazz for a generation of Alberta school children, and I guess we're kind of assuming that by putting it on the curriculum jazz that they want kids to be interested in jazz, and perhaps this is sort of like a negative example of the kinds of music you should stay away from yeah uh so yeah, I hope I've cured you of your interest in jazz yeah i yeah give me give me that old time rock and roll all right take those old records off the shelf. 
Uh, so I guess we should move on with our agenda. So first item, the big thing at City Hall these days are personality tests. Right. That's what we're being told. So these, some, some folk may be like familiar with, say, the Myers-Briggs personality test, which is like, uh, they describe it as an introspective self-report questionnaire that uh, indicates differing, differing psychological preferences. And, uh, you know, this is very popular in the business community and in government organizations because, uh, you know, there's this feeling that, you know, instead of, you know, this isn't like some kind of meaningless pseudoscience. It's uh, this personality typing leads to more positive workplace communication and increased team cohesion. Exactly. You know, you know what I would do if I, if I ran an organization? What? I would, I would issue personality tests to everybody. And uh, anyone who was uh, foolish enough to take it seriously and answer honestly, I, w- I would fire. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Ooh, geez. So, you know, uh, apparently you didn't read ahead in the agenda because that's what we're doing today. We, we have to oh. do a personality test on each other. It's, it comes from up high. Well, you know, if, if you're going to uh, administer one on me, I'll just turn around and administer one right back on you. Okay. Okay. I, I can deal with that. Um, things that uh, we've been informed about this personality typing that we're doing as employees of the uh, Queen City. This is just strictly to provide insight into our character. Uh, this isn't supposed to be judgy. It's not going to influence human resources or influence your pay increments or your promotions. And uh, it's definitely not going to get stapled into the front flap of your human resources file right under the line that indicates which human resource number you are. And if the information that comes up in the tests are only going to be shared with all of the people who take the test with you and everybody who takes the test in the organization, which is everybody. Okay. Well, you know, I'm glad they have like privacy rules in place. Yeah. So anyways, I've got a list of questions that I'm supposed to ask you. I'm assuming you were sent an envelope as well? Uh, I I was, actually. Not from the city, though. Uh, I was from a local business. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, apparently, I I decided to make a little extra money by having them sponsor the personality test. Interesting. Uh, Can you say which business it is? Uh, I will tell you after the personality test. Okay. So this is like I don't want to I don't want to influence you. So this is a this is a public private partnership personality test. So like a P four test. Precisely. Okay. All right. Do you want to go first or should I go first? Uh, well, well, you go first. I'm 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 dying to hear the questions. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, the first question that I have here for you is multiple choice. This first section. Oh no. I've got uh, at a party. Do you a Interact with many, including strangers, mm-hmm. or B, interact with a few known only to you because you invited them. Oh, um, oh I'm going to go for B because it's my party and I'll talk to who I want to. Okay. Uh, all right. Do you have a question for me? Uh, now, these questions are all on a scale of um, strongly agree to strongly disagree. So okay. it's... You know, agree, somewhat agree, strongly agree, and dis- and neutral, and then disagree, strongly disagree, or somewhat disagree, strongly disagree. Okay. okay. First question. Uh, I feel like people are judging me on the state of my fins. 
Judging me on the state of my fins. Ooh, I'm going to have to go with strongly agree. Okay. Uh, let, me, let me write this down so I don't forget. Strongly agree. Okay. 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 I, I got a question for you. Okay. Okay. Unwitnessed. Thou hast slain a great dragon in self-defense. A poor warrior claims the offered reward. Dost thou, A, justly step forward to claim the reward, or B, humbly go about life, secure in thy self-esteem? Oh, 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 I humbly go about life because I don't need these rewards. Okay. All right. Okay, I got that down. Okay, question right. for me. Okay, question two. Uh, okay, uh, and again, the strongly agree to disagree scale. Sometimes I pretend my fins are flukes because mammals intimidate me. Oof, yeah, strongly agree. Strongly agree, okay. Yeah, okay, uh, another, uh, another multiple choice question for you. When you think about the upcoming film, Godzilla versus Kong, do you A, root for Kong because Kong represents the working class unchained, B, Root for Godzilla because Godzilla represents an unleashed late capitalist military industrial complex, or C. Root for the humans because the humans represent a society at once enamored by and about to be crushed by a politico media spectacle they thought would have been more enjoyable, even though everything that came before was pretty disappointing. So, what did you expect from something titled Godzilla versus Kong? I'm going to go for B. You know, I know where the win I know which way the societal winds are blowing, and I'm picking the winners. Okay. Okay. I've got that down. And I think it's already out. Oh, right. is it? It came out on Friday. Yes. Okay. Well then you can go see it and then test your uh your assumption about who you'd root for. Exactly. Okay, you have one for me? Uh yes. Uh question three. When I wake in the morning breathing dry air. I panic briefly before remembering where I am. Oh, 100%. Strongly agree. Yeah, and then I strongly agree. And then like, I plug the CPAP machine back in. Yes, okay. Um, all right, this next section for you, it's a, a ranking system. Oh, nice. Okay. How important to you is fashion and good grooming in the workplace on a scale of one, where one is not very important, to purple, where purple is a mix of red and blue. Mm, you know, on the one hand, I don't always feel that fashion is important in the workplace, but I can't argue with the fact that purple is a mix of red and blue. So I'm going to have to go with chartreuse. Okay, that's on the scale. Excellent. <laughs> I figured. All right. Question for me? Okay, uh, question four. Uh, please indicate how strongly you agree with the following statement. Legs are fine and all, but they're only really good for getting you back in the water after you complete your 50-year undercover mission for the Aqueous Empire. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, is there a do not, uh, not applicable or don't want to answer? Uh, yeah, you can, uh, you can do that. That will be, that will be, uh, I mean, that'll get your file flagged, but we can do that. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to have to take that, I'm afraid. Next question for you. How important to you is it to be able to boil a complex idea down to a single 240 character statement on a scale of mocking SpongeBob to nodding Robert Redford? Oh, man. 
Oof. I'm gonna have to go with mocking SpongeBob for this one. Yeah. All right. I've jotted that down. What do you have for nice. me? Okay, and this so this is the fifth and final question from my personality uh, test. Um, once again, from strongly agree to strongly disagree, fish sticks may be murder, but they sure are convenient. Yeah, I'm going to have to go strongly agree on that one. Yeah, I, th- I thought so. Yeah. All right. I actually have a bonus question for you. Nice. Okay. Bring it on. Okay. How would you rank doing your coworker's budget projection report on a scale of, I will do these as soon as possible through to, I will do them immediately and say it's my fault that they're late. Oh man, I'm going to go with immediately and my fault. Okay, excellent, excellent. I'm just going to tabulate uh, the results here. Okay, and, I'll, and let me know and then I'll tabulate mine and let you know. I've got mine all sorted out. This is pretty easy. Um, you are, your personality identity is code MLPG. Ooh which stands for Magenta Libra Phoebe Gandalf. (laughs) Nice. And the description on that one is you have a presence in the material world and are obsessed with going forward through time from the past to the future in all aspects of life. You don't like labels and shy away from adjectives and adverbs. You like to live in an environment surrounded by sounds, aromas, flavors, and sights. Iolo is in your starting party. Your shoes make you happy, and your lotto numbers are two, seven, forty-one, thirty-four, and forty-nine. Oh, I mean, it's it's like you know me. So you you feel this was a pretty good assessment of your personality? Yeah, no, that was that was bad. I mean, if uh, I mean, it, it's it's as if you've been spending every day with <laughs> me in a basement for the past five years. Wow, what? uncanny! But it wasn't me; it was the test. The test yeah. saw all of this. I know that the test the test was scarily accurate because the test sees all, the test knows all. It is watching us now. We cannot escape it, no matter where we go. You mentioned that uh, the test that you were administering was uh, from a private company. Yes, uh, it is. Uh, this this test is sponsored by uh, Pacific Fresh Fish. Oh, nice. Yeah, um, you know, local local tasty fish. Also sponsored by um, the Regina Warehouse uh, Improvement District. Nice. Yeah, they sponsored. Actually, they sponsored the Queen City Improvement Bureau as well. Right. So, and uh, I mean, with like you know, gyms, bars, nightclubs, warehouses, uh, every, you know, and uh, the local fresh market. It is uh, a, a beautiful place, part of the city, um, mixing like nostal- like you know, mid-century nostalgia with the bustling heart of the 21st century. I feel like that also sort of captured my personality uh, as well. It, it kind of did, but that's, that's not your assessment. Oh, darn. Um, would, you, would you like to hear your assessment? Absolutely. Uh, you think you are a fish and you are insane. Ooh, I liked, I liked the earlier one better. Yeah, I know. I, you know it's, 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 I mean, it doesn't mean you can't work here. I mean, it's fine. Well, that's good. Uh, you just you just are operating under the delusion that you're a fish, and even telling you this is kind of useless because your 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 delusion will simply paper it over. Yeah, and you will go on believing that you are an undercover agent for the Aquius Empire. Your refusal to answer that question was the telling one, actually. Right. Well, do you feel though that it will help you communicate with me and promote group cohesion with within the uh, group here? Oh, you know it. I'll just, uh, 
I mean, I will keep on serving fish sticks because, as you say, they're murder, but they're convenient. So, oh, so convenient and so tasty. I know. Just turn on the oven, put them in, and like, you know, 10 minutes later, golden brown deliciousness from the sea. Yeah. And, you know, the thing about fish is fish eat other fish all the damn time. Yeah, this is true. All right. Well, I I feel that this was highly productive. I, I... Yeah, I I don't think this was in any way a waste of anybody's time to spend to spend a chunk, like half a meeting uh, going through personality tests. And I think anybody who listens to a recording of this meeting will come away from this test um, feeling enriched. I think so. I think so. Well, on that note, we should probably get to our innovative revenue tool. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Do, do you have one? Uh, other than uh, go uh, go shop at Pacific Fresh Fish to enrich the, the fish place, I, I'm afraid I don't. Well, that's a pretty good one. Also, uh, shop in the warehouse district. Uh, yes, indeed. Uh, I, I kind of wish that um, I, I wish that a lot of the warehouse district businesses weren't sort of bars, nightclubs, restaurants, and gyms right now. Uh, but, you know, when when uh, when COVID nineteen is a little less uh, prevalent, uh, by all means, avail yourself. Get takeout from bushwhackers. Come on, people. And don't forget that uh, the warehouse district is also the furniture district. Ooh, is it ever? Yeah. You can get furniture. Those stores are still open. Yep. Get a get a bicycle. I mean, get something made of wicker. That fits your life. Okay, well, on that note, we should uh, go to the pre-recorded Innovative Revenue Tools. All right, thank you. The Queen City Improvement Bureau would like to acknowledge the Regina Warehouse Business Improvement District for their support of our show. The Regina Warehouse Business Improvement District. Improving the district where there are warehouses in Regina. And we're back from Innovative Revenue Tools. Yes. I mean, I, I can't argue with you on that. Well, it's because it's true. So, uh, Aiden, over the last uh, week, uh, the big city hall thing was the budget. Two days of budget deliberations we were uh, gifted with, gifted by the city. And uh, I figured what we could do to go over the budget is since it was in total close to 10 hours of um, budget meeting time over two nights, uh, we could do the inverse of that. And you would give me five minutes and I would cover everything that happened in 10 hours of budget discussion. That sounds like a lot, lot more entertaining than 10 hours. Okay. All right. Well, do you want to, I'm going to, I'm going to actually try to beat five minutes. I'm going to try and beat, uh, beat that time and see if I can pull that off. Would you like me to alert you when say a minute has passed or when, you know, two minutes or when you have 30 seconds remaining? If I make it to four minutes, let me know. And then, uh, and then I'll make sure to like jam in the police budget. Okay. That sounds, that sounds perfect. All right. Uh, in that case, I will start you now. On Wednesday, the city discussed the operating, capital, and utility budgets. And then on Thursday, they discussed the police budget. The proposed mill rate increase, so property tax increase was, increase was 
0.45% of that was from Mosaic Stadium, 0.5% of that was the Bumford Recreation Plan, and 1.39% of that was for the police three uh, the police budget. 3% on top of that was an increase for utility bills. Hawkins declared this budget that in his eight years as a counselor, this is the best budget he'd ever seen. He thinks administration finally squared the circle. Uh, next year, big news. This is the second last year of the 0.45% increase uh, for the Mosaic Stadium. And so that means that uh, from that point on, we're not going to be increasing the budget by 0.45% a year for the stadium. But that doesn't mean that you're done paying for the stadium because those mill rate increases collected up. And so every year, 11 to $13 million of your tax bill is of the city's tax bill is going to pay for the stadium from now until whenever. Uh, the only significant changes to the budget that happened, the, uh, the proposed mill rate increase did not change at all. Uh, half a million dollars was shifted to harm reduction programs in the city uh, due to a Councillor Andrew Stevens uh, proposal. Uh, that $500,000 came from the COVID-19 recovery reserve. Uh, he felt that uh, this was... Recovering from COVID involved instituting more better harm reduction programs and uh, that he didn't think that hotels and uh, business improvement districts were entitled to that recovery reserve, that it needed to be used for more broader social uh, helping programs. Uh, the vote on that amendment was surprisingly passed seven to four with only Hawkins, Brashani, Shaw and Masters voting against it. Uh, Mayor Masters. Dan LeBlanc proposed an amendment to the budget that would see $325,000 of event convention and trade shows funding diminished to $100,000, saying it's COVID. Who's crazy enough to be doing events, conventions and trade shows with the COVID? But everybody was like, we need the money or else we won't be able to have events, conventions and trade shows after COVID. So that got voted down. Tarina Shaw successfully proposed an amendment to divert $200,000 from the Community Investment Reserve, specifically to programs that promote uh, sports for people with disabilities. Mm. And that's about it. Those are the only big changes or anything that happened over the course of the uh, day of discussion of the operating and capital and utilities budget. As for the police budget, the proposed 1.39% increase for the police passed, as expected, without any changes after hours of agonizing discussion and many questions for chief bray uh there was uh it was past four to seven so uh yeah police budget goes ahead as planned uh only councillors zakidniak stevens stadnachuk and LeBlanc voted in favor of not passing the police budget. Everybody else voted to pass the police budget as uh, it stood. And that's it. That is your budget update. Whoa. And you did that in three minutes and 46 seconds. All right. If only the budget debate happened like that every year. But alas, no. Alas, no. What, what was it that Councillor Hawkins liked so much about this budget? Well, he pointed out that uh, the only things that we've raised funding for the city on are Mosaic Stadium, which is just to go to pay the uh, debt that we owe on it, and the recreation plan money. Uh, that's half a percent of a property tax increase. Uh, 
that goes into that. And that was a plan that was passed last year. And it's similar to the uh, road renewal plan that we had in place for a long time. Uh, after that uh, five-year series of mill rate increases finished, uh, it was recognized that not only have our roads fallen into utter disrepair, all of our recreational facilities have as well. Hmm. And uh, that means that while there's a bump for recreation facilities, everything else the city is effectively taking a uh, a reduction with this uh with this 0% increase for all the rest of city operations and uh that he called it a testament to the uh the, the skill and abilities of our administration that they were able to find significant uh, efficiencies uh, there was even a uh there was a substantial, I can't remember what it was. It was a few million dollars uh, a surplus from last year, which again was the year that we were hit with COVID. Uh, mm -hmm. So yeah, he was very, very pleased with administration's handling of the budget and of the, uh, the whole COVID situation as well. So now how much was set aside for um, Cadbury's Easter cream eggs? Uh, you know, I'm sure it was substantial. Unfortunately, we won't know until the public accounts come out in about uh, 12 months. Oh, yeah. And then we'll find out just yeah. how much right. they spent on, on like the regular ones and the mini eggs as well. Yeah. Yeah. The, the telling point is Easter, right? Like when we see what, what the uh, supply of Easter cream eggs is at Easter time, we'll yeah. then know. We'll have a pretty good idea of how much was actually spent on that line item. Yeah. Because when I was a kid, you know, the city would spend, they'd spend the money on the Easter cream eggs, but the people, the people would reap the rewards. Like you'd wake up in the morning and your lawns, like all the lawns would be littered with Easter cream eggs. And the kids would go out and just run wild and eat them and just get like all high on sugar and it'll be a great day. Yeah. Nowadays, you know, they're spending the money on the Easter cream eggs, but where are they? Where where do they go? Certainly not to the people. Certainly not to our lawns anymore. And don't give me COVID. You know, that, that's no excuse. Yeah. I want my Easter cream eggs. We all do. We all do. And maybe maybe this is the fat that needs to be trimmed at City Hall is the, the Easter cream egg budget that really just seems to be being used internally. Mm -hmm. And the rest of us aren't really reaping the rewards of it the way we used to. Exactly. I think I think we just we get like city city employees, I think are just hoarding them. Yeah, and they're turning them into bitcoins. I think. Oh, I, I, I'm not clear on all that, but I believe that's what's happening. Are you sure they're not non fungible Easter cream eggs? Yes, sorry, they're NFTs. That that that's like a bitcoin. Non fungible treats. Non fungible treats. Right, you cannot alter the value or or anything about the. The structure of the Easter cream egg once you've turned it into a non-fungible treat. You can only sell it for, for Bitcoin. Yeah. Okay. Well, with the budget out of the way, next item on the agenda. Aiden? This... Oh, me? Yeah, you. I'm on I'm on the I'm on the agenda? We're all on the agenda now, Aiden. Oh, because nice. the Queen City wants to know how you feel. Oh, oh, that's delightful. Yeah. Yeah, there's the uh, community safety and well-being plan that they're put together because we now have a community safety and well-being committee and it needs guidance and direction that only a master plan can provide. Of course, 
we all know that master plans in the city, uh, they just follow through on them right away. Yep. They uh, have a survey that you can fill out where you tell the city everything you feel about your well-being and your safety. And it's, I, I, I've filled out many a survey with the city of Regina, and this is a probing probing survey. In fact, this survey uh, gets so deep into your 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 mental and your physical and your spiritual well-being that uh, it has the, the survey is actually and this is not a joke. It is interrupted and it, why would I joke about this? It is interrupted throughout with uh, information about where to access mental health and health uh, supports throughout the city. In in case the the survey has revealed uh you know that you need uh, further support. So if you're going around to these places and you say, I am not feeling well, uh, my mental health is fragile, you can just trot on over to one of these places. Exactly. Or call them up, go to their website. Yep, it's all there. So yeah, the city is very concerned. Um, personally, I found the questions a little bit uh, personal. Personally. It also gets into things like questions about like, how do you feel uh, policing is? What do you think policing needs to change? Uh, it asks about everything from like provision of recreation services through to transit. This is a very long, very involved, very probing survey. Uh, and the deadline to uh, submit to it is April 16th. I recommend everybody check it out. At the same time, so this uh, community safety and well-being plan page also has a section where there's a map and uh, it's asking you to identify places in the Queen City where you feel loved and safe and then tell the city why uh, you feel so great about these places in the city. And I should mention the website for this is uh, beheard.regina.ca slash community hyphen safety. Oh, okay. Community hyphen safety. Yes. And uh, yeah, so it's like asking us uh, where we felt safe, where we're happy. What are our favorite places in the Queen City, basically? I should mention a place that I feel safe is at the Queen City Improvement Bureau on 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community Radio, tuned into the community, which is where we are and what we are. But uh, I understand that. Do you have any places that you'd identify as, uh, you know, favorite places about the Queen City? Yes, I actually compiled an entire list of all my favorite places that I like to go to uh, oh. that, that make me feel sort of like safe and uh, give me genuine joy. Awesome. Well, the city wants to hear, so we should probably go over it in the meeting. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, let's, I can start right now. Um, the, uh, the quality tea room. Ooh, uh, I don't think that's open anymore. Oh, okay. Uh, the crushed grape. Hmm. What was that again? The crushed grape? Huh. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that's closed. Oh, okay. Mediterranean Bistro. Huh. Funny. I don't think that's open anymore either. Oh, uh, Poindexter's Cajun Cuisine? No, that's shut. Oh, Oscar's Cafe? Sorry. I, I, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's not around either. Okay. Uh, Mika's Fine Dining? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. That, I think that might even predate me. Oh, okay. Uh, Neo Japonica. Oh, has that closed? I think that's closed. Oh, okay. Uh, Heliotrope Vegan Restaurant? <sighs> yes, very closed. Okay. La Scala Italian Restaurant? 
This town could really use a good Italian restaurant. Unfortunately, that one's closed. Oh, um, that, that is a shame. Uh, buzzword books. <sighs> you know, city, almost 300,000 people. You'd think they'd have like four or five good bookstores, but that one's definitely closed. Yeah. Uh, good time, Charlie's at the Plains Hotel. <laughs> oh, Oh, Good Time Charlie's. Uh, they didn't just like close that one down. They they dug a hole and filled it back in. That one's that was just gone. Oh, um, bank. Okay, oh, that's gone. Well, the bank, the bank restaurant at the Plains Hotel. Yeah, yeah, that went with Good Time Charlie's. I'm afraid. Uh, well, side by place. side, they have they they share a tombstone actually. Oh. Okay. Well, I actually, actually, I remember the bank closed, but after that, they opened the sushi bank at the Plains Hotel. How about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gone. Okay, that's gone. What about the What about the Plains Hotel itself? I mean, everything in the hotel seems sounds like it's gone. But yep. how about the hotel? Yeah, yeah, that's gone. They had to dig that hole twice to mm. get rid of the Plains Hotel. Well, if you can't do karaoke there and have a drink, you could always uh, do it at Bart's on Broad. Oh, sorry, no. No, okay. no, that's gone. Um, what about Boards and Beans? That's a, that's a startup there. That's a... Ooh, yeah. Local company had like fantastic selection of uh, board games. And you know what? Mm. Remarkably awesome cappuccinos. Wouldn't expect oh, it from a, from a board game cafe. You would not expect its coffee to be very good. You'd think that would just be an ancillary product to the board games that it offers. But yeah, no, the coffee was phenomenal. The panini sandwich is phenomenal. And Mm. so, of course, that place is closed. Oh, okay. Uh, Well, we can always go to the Novia Cafe. No, that would be a no. no. Yeah, that one's closed. Well, I'll, okay, so I'll go somewhere close. The uh, Aegean Coffee, just a couple blocks down. Uh, let me think about that. No, no, that's closed. That that's yeah. Sorry, that's that's done. Oh man, well, how about Atlantis Coffee? Dunzo, yeah, oh, that's that's gone. That was a beloved coffee shop, but they closed that sucker down. Okay, well, you know, I'd like to go. Let's just go down to the Orange Boot Bakery. How's that sound? <sighs> it's amazing. We live in, you know, this, the breadbasket of Canada, the greatest mm-hmm. grains in the country here. So naturally, the bread must be fantastic. That's oh, made yeah. from all these local bread made from local grains. So you go to the orange boot, you get a fantastic loaf of bread, except that the orange boot has closed. Oh, well, yeah. you know, never mind. All this stuff. Uh, let's go party at the original California club. You know, I wish I could, but I can't because it's closed. Oh, oh okay. Uh, well, I mean, we could take in like a uh, punk band at the Schnitzel House. You know, the history of this city is like so intertwined with German culture and the Schnitzel. <laughs> and yet you can't get a Schnitzel at the Schnitzel House because it's closed. Well, in that case, we can go to the venue and take in a band there. No, sorry, sorry that that shut shut its doors. Oh, okay. oh, oh! Um, over on Scott Street, we'll go to the black market. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, you, you you didn't hear the news? The black market is closed down. Oh man. Okay. Uh, then let's go grab a, like a quick cup of coffee and maybe like a cinnamon bun at Roga Jack's. 
Roka Jacks. That's an institution in the yeah. city of Regina. So oh, many people. Oh. oh, the shirtless men with their didgeridoos and their floppy hats outside drinking yep. coffee on a sun- summer day. Yep. Oh, yeah. So that's closed. Oh, um, all right. Well, then let's. I'm, I'm still jonesing for a nice cup of coffee and a cinnamon bun. So let's go to DJ Cinnamons. Ooh, delicious cinnamon buns. Would love to have one of those right now, except it's closed, Hidden. Oh, okay. Um, screw it. Let's, let's get some kind of junky but satisfying food. We'll go to the Swiss Chalet on North Albert. Ooh, with that bitter, bitter, bitter sauce? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, the bitter sauce on that is that that Swiss Chalet is closed. Uh, well, okay, let's go to the Swiss Chalet, like, uh, down the south end, then. Sad to report, that also has closed. Okay, well, it's time for some Mexican food, and here we'll go to Carlos and Buds. Carlos and Buds? Well, actually, Carlos. Carlos and Buds is in Winnipeg, sorry. This is Carlos. Carlos, yeah, no, Carlos is no more, alas. Oh, okay. Um, how about Italian? We'll go, we'll go to Casa Italia. No, no, that, oh. uh, that's gone. And, and the husk of Casa Italia just like disappeared uh, without any fanfare. Wow, just vanished. Okay, well, yeah. across the street, uh, same family, but uh, better class of food. We can go to Casa Ricci. No, you same. cannot. Yeah, no, well, no, closed. Okay, let's, let's, let's just go to Moose Jaw. How's that sound? We're going to go to Moose Jaw. That better not be closed. Moose Jaw is still around, although... Based on today's numbers, no guarantee it will be forever. Yeah, well, well anyway, that's the, that's the Regina I love. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry to report all of that bad news. You, you seem to be left with very little. Well, I mean, I'll just, um, yeah, don't know, don't know what to say exactly. I'm sure. I'll just have to go out again and, and uh, find some new places. Yeah. I've got bad news for you. Oh. We can't go outside. Well, I will just sit here then. Okay. All right. Well, uh, on that happy note, I have one last item on the agenda. Please, please tell me. Uh, Something good has happened, I I suppose. Uh, The city announced today, just before this meeting, I found this. A consultant's been hired to begin the technical research for the energy and sustainability framework. Oh, Yeah. So we've talked about this a lot. This is the plan to uh, make the Queen City a renewable city by 2050 Mm -hmm. and uh, to do uh, the work that our, you know, our city staff uh, need support with uh, because they don't have the technical expertise. They've hired Sustainability Solutions Group, SSG. And uh, they say this is a firm well known for uh, doing similar projects in 60 communities throughout Canada. And the scope of the work will include a community-wide energy use and emissions inventory, uh, uh, creating reduction targets, uh, producing scenarios that model policy choices and actions for the next 30 years. And uh, they're going to be doing the work for, they say, just under $230,000. And the work begins immediately. And uh, some people are wondering, how can I get involved in uh, this whole sustainability thing? Uh, SSG has been uh, directed to uh, take in community input and sort of consider all the work that's been done in the community already at various forums and uh, workshops. 
And we have a community advisory group coming up that's uh, all about sustainability and renewable energy. And uh, it's going to represent all the stakeholder groups and uh, interested community parties. And the list of the people who will be on that will be uh, released in the coming weeks. And even if you're not on that list, uh, the community advisory group will be uh, the place. You know, it'll be that committee meeting where if you have something to present or something to talk about, or if there's a report coming up at city council that has a sustainability angle to it, you would go to the community advisory group first to plead your case, and tell your story and share your expertise. So, hmm. yeah. So that's good news because we've been waiting for this uh, sustainability framework to get going for over two years now, and uh, it's finally uh, it's finally coming to pass. Well, I am happy to hear that. And you know what? I just want to double check something. Uh, today is March thirtieth, and tonight was supposed to be the uh, evening with Patrick Moore at <laughs> Evra's place, and. You know what? Uh, I don't think it happened. <laughs> I can't find confirmation, but I'm fairly confident that an audience was not allowed into the Artsplex to listen to climate denier Patrick Moore talk about how aggrieved he was that his invitation to speak about sustainability in Regina was revoked. Well, I'm sure I'm sure Mike, uh, former mayor Michael Fougere showed up anyway. Sure. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, you know, at least he's socially distanced, if that's where he was. Exactly. He's probably sitting there going, well, I guess I guess both sides' arguments are so socially distanced now that they, they're not even happy. But on that note, uh, we're pretty much done, though, on the, oh, uh, the agenda. Unless you have I... anything to add. No, no, I don't. I think I covered everything. Um, should I move to adjourn? Yeah, I think you should. Although we should just note there's like a council meeting coming up. We're recording uh, the day before this, another big council meeting. So uh, next week's agenda will be chock-a-block with reporting on uh, what happened. Nice. Yeah. I look forward to it. Okay. Um, so I move to adjourn. I second that motion. Okay, uh, motion carried. This meeting's adjourned. You have been listening to the Queen City Improvement Bureau on 91.3 FM CGTR, Regina Community Radio, tuned into the community. You can find us uh, broadcast live from 7 to 8 uh, p.m. on Thursdays and rebroadcast 3 to 4 uh, p.m. on Monday afternoons. Uh, find us at uh, cgtr.ca. Uh, well, uh, we are archived. Uh, also, uh, queencityib.com. And you can contact us on Twitter at queencityib. And remember, that's Improvement Bureau, not Irritable Bowel. So, we're not on the market for any of those stuff, people. Um, coming up next, we got the Nerdcore Cabaret, followed by the cockpit, and then music all on through the night. Uh, that's it. Keep on improving your job.